Hi folks, I hope you are all doing well and welcome back to the Fashion Founder Podcast. It's been a little while. The last episode I recorded was in December and now we are three months into 2023. So it's, it's been quite a while. But honestly, I've been a little bit burnt out and I know that term is massively overused in the entrepreneurial business owner space and I hadn't really understood what it truly meant until recently and I've been creating more space in my diary and doing more activities that fill my cup back up and I am getting back on track. I hadn't actually planned to record this podcast today but I was eating my breakfast and I think I saw something on Instagram and I just felt really motivated to to jump on and have a chat. In this episode I wanted to chat about something that I have been asked many times by aspiring founders And that's when is it the right time to start building my fashion brand? My response to this is often how long is a piece of string? You know, it really is situational dependent and everyone has their own unique circumstance. So ultimately, it really is down to your unique situation and only you really know when you think the time is right. Something I've noticed over the time working with founders is that one thing that they often have in common is that they want things to be perfect. You know, they have this creative flair, they have this vision, and they want it to be right before they move forward, which, you know, is is understood. But that isn't always the best idea. Waiting for everything to be resolved and, and perfect and everything else in their life to be as they would want it to be before making those concrete steps means that that time rarely ever comes because the weeks, the months, or even years will roll by while you wait for this perfect moment. And yeah, it rarely comes, you know, you could wait for the kids to get a little bit older or for a project in your full-time job to calm down, or you might wait to start once you've come back from a holiday or a wedding or whatever it might be. But life will always happen and there will always be other things and other commitments going on in your life. So if you wait for that perfect time, I can almost guarantee that it will never come. And as they say, there is no time like the present. So my advice is to just start before you actually feel ready. When it comes to starting any business, but specifically a product based business, Thinking about capital is really, really important because there are going to be a bunch of different startup costs that you'll need to consider and have some money set aside for before you move forward. So whether you are self-funded or you receive an investment or however you plan on putting money into this business, making sure that you have something set aside is absolutely vital to getting started. Many of the founders that I work with one-to-one have full-time jobs or part-time commitments that allow them to continue to fund their business and allows them to bring regular cash injections into their business, which keeps them and their business safe, essentially. So if you only have, I don't know, 500 pounds, 1,000 pounds or dollars to play with, then it's highly likely that you're going to need to start saving, putting a bit of money aside, maybe look into funding options and grants before you actually get started. So if that is your situation and you are starting with a very, very small amount, then it might be best for you to just wait, get some more money under your belt, and then look to start when you have a little bit more of a a, a chunkier budget to work with. Starting a new business is going to involve taking calculated risks. That's just all part and parcel of 
starting a venture like this. And there isn't any guarantee of success. So it is down to you to decide whether you think that risk is worth the reward. Safe and easy will, in my opinion, rarely be innovative or thought provoking or make an impact when it comes to your business. And one thing that all successful founders and entrepreneurs often have in common is that they are willing to take risks. When I say calculated risks, I mean putting measures in place to ensure that you aren't leaving yourself open for volatility. So this is where I advise working with service providers, professionals, coaches, mentors, whoever that might be in the industry so that they can best advise you on the right decisions to make. Having support from people will allow you to navigate that journey, making sure that it's much more efficient and gives you a lot more chance of success. When you do start your business, my advice always, no matter what your budget is or how much you're going to be working with, my advice is always to start small. You don't need to be buying thousands of units of stock and building a whole team of people right away. It's totally not wise to do that because as a new business, you are testing a minimum viable product. You are finding out what your customers like, what pieces are selling the best, what sizes you're selling the most of. You're really just testing the waters and, and finding out what people are interested in. Starting your business in the first place is absolutely going to involve taking an element of risk, but don't take bigger ones than you need to. So start small, preserve cash flow by doing what you can yourself and keep your numbers nice and small. It's much better to sell out than to be sat on a bunch of unsold stock. This leads me on to economic considerations. You might actually be thinking, is starting a business during a quote unquote cost of living crisis the best decision? And yes, we do have to consider rising costs and inflation, and it's definitely something to think about, but it wouldn't be a reason to put your visions and goals aside or just not go ahead with them at all. There have been so many successful startups begin during the midst of a financial crisis, and many successful companies that we actually see today were founded during the early 2000 recession. So don't let that be a reason to scare you or to stop you from moving forward with something that you've wanted to do for a long, long time. Let's be honest, negative news sells. So when we get too wrapped up in the media and the news, we are much more likely to be influenced by what we're hearing and reading. Yes, living costs have gone up and people might not be as impulsive with their spending habits and people might not be spending as frivolously as they once were. But the data shows that consumer goods sales are actually up versus the pre-pandemic world. If we think back to 2020 and 2021, where we were in lockdown and stores were closed, many businesses saw a complete skyrocket in their online sales because people couldn't go on holiday. People couldn't go out for meals and for dinners like they once did. So people were spending differently. People were looking for that dopamine hit. And, you know, we were sat around not doing an awful lot. So people were getting their kicks from buying things online. So yes, online sales did skyrocket. And if you were a small business or any business during that time, you may have had some pretty hefty sales years. But if we look post-pandemic world and trying not to use the, the sort of mid-pandemic world to skew the data, sales for consumer goods 
both in store and online, are still up on the pre-pandemic world. And if you're listening to this and you follow me on Instagram and take a interest in the type of content that I put out, I assume quality and sustainability is probably a high priority to you, which will mean that your products will be built to last. This actually positions you in a better place when people and consumers may be putting a little bit more thought into their spending behaviours. So there may be many reasons why starting a business isn't the right idea or isn't a good idea for you right now, but don't let the cost of living crisis be one of them. If you are listening to this, it's very likely that you've been thinking about starting your own business in the fashion space for a while. So hopefully this has given you some food for thought. And I'm really excited for the next coming weeks and months where I have some super exciting guests planned to come on. Whatever you are currently up to, I hope you are having a wonderful day and I will catch you in the next one.